People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hello to all our Brothers Talk family and a big welcome once again to you and all of our first-time listeners, wherever you're listening in around the world, as our message of holding critical thinking conversations to promote social activism and uplift people everywhere continues to spread around the globe. And thank you for your help with the work of encouraging and educating those you interact with as we also stay on the lookout for opportunities to endorse and inspire new and existing Black businesses and individuals for the empowerment and prosperity of the Black community. Your weekly coronavirus alert, because we care, is that the inmates aren't totally running the asylum as there have been a few high-profile judgments against those who cruelly took advantage of the public's relative ignorance regarding this dread disease. In Arkansas, five detainees at the Washington County Detention Center in Fayetteville, Arkansas, got sick with COVID-19 in August of 21 and were given a cocktail of drugs to treat the virus. A lawsuit has contended, and they won the lawsuit, because in their lawsuit, they contended that they weren't told the contents of the medication that included an assortment of pills that they suffered side effects from, including vision issues, stomach cramps, and diarrhea. They later discovered that Robert Karras, the doctor who provided the detention center's health care, had treated them with Invermectin, the deworming drug pushed by some conservatives as a cure for COVID despite warnings from the FDA. In extremely large doses, the court documents state, and last year, these five detainees sued Karras and the practice and the Washington County Detention Center and a former sheriff claiming they were given the drug without their knowledge. They each won $2,000 in a victory for civil rights and medical ethics. And the civil rights, uh, the American Civil Liberties Union said in a news relief, but it's not all good as the Arkansas Medical Board voted to take no action against the doctor, saying that he had clarified the board's questions regarding his consent forms, even though none of the men had agreed to any experimental treatments. Also in Florida, and isn't it always the Florida Department of Corrections under Ron DeSantis, they've agreed to a lawsuit settlement requiring the state to provide more detailed COVID-19 data after initially refusing and saying it didn't exist, and they'll have to pay $152,000 in legal fees of the suing attorneys. The attorneys represented former Representative Carlo Guillermo Smith of Orlando and the Florida Center for Government Accountability. According to Smith, the department lied about the existence of the public records in court and did everything to restrict information and downplay the threat of COVID, even while the Delta variant ripped through Florida that cost many thousands of lives. And finally, once again in Florida, the Greenon family of Braden in Florida were convicted for selling a bleach mixture as a COVID cure, and they were sentenced last Friday to several years in prison, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of Florida. The four men were found guilty of conspiring to defraud the United States by distributing an unapproved and misbranded drug 
at a trial earlier in the summer. The Greenans represented themselves while prosecutors called them con men and snake oil salesmen. Prosecutors said they sold more than $1 million of the Miracle Mineral Solution, commonly refers to as MMS, claiming it could cure any ailment, including coronavirus. Greenan, who founded the Genesis II Church of Health and Healing, which he admitted to being a front to protect their practice of selling MMS, according to court documents, two of them were also sentenced to for contempt of court for ignoring court orders to stop selling MMS and for threatening the presiding judge. They were sentenced to more than 12 and a half years in prison, and two others were sentenced to five years, the maximum sentence for their charge, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. So we must add a new warning because, once again, the latest spike in new COVID cases, people will need to be on the lookout for the latest hoaxes, false claims, and deadly remedies that will begin to circulate. Bottom line, people, is very simple. Get the vaccines that are scientifically proven to provide clinical defense, wear masks in large gatherings in public places to stem all respiratory infections this high season for the flu and RSV2 as well, and when traveling, use plenty of disinfectants. Let's protect ourselves and each other because we can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Noam. Thanks, Rod. Uh, just a small note on um, about the coronavirus. And yeah, family, we want to thank you for your continued support. Uh, my, my, my concern now about the coronavirus is that even after we're going through this process, this is like the fourth year, we still getting all of this false information, misinformation. You don't know what to believe. And and I just saw something. I was looking at this something on TV, and this woman was talking about how her doctor told her that, yeah, wearing the, wearing the mask is safe for other people, but it doesn't protect you. And I thought that it went both ways. And she was saying that, wait a minute, where do you get this information from? And the lady told her, hey, you know, look it up and so on and so forth. So it's that kind of thing. And what people should, that, that I'm talking about, but what people should do is just go to the CDC website. What the government put out there is what I would be listening to. Uh, even though you may trust your doctor, but if your doctor is saying something that contrary to what the government is putting out, then you might want to question them and question where they get their resources from. Uh, their information from. So, like I said, as always, protect yourself, wear your mask, protect yourself and your family and your loved ones. No? Thanks, Scott. And I'm going to be really simple today. And I just wanted to reach out to the Palestinian people and the African people in Israel living under apartheid. And I just want to send my peace and blessings to them. And may they uh, rise up and overcome their circumstances. So we really do want to talk this week about the ongoing conflict that has raised its head in Northeast Africa. As I said, I refuse to call it the Middle East because, as we've said on numerous occasions, before the 20th century, there was no area noted as the Middle East because the Middle East is not on a continent that was known as Northeast Africa. And so that is where this conflict continues to happen. And another thing that is easily researchable is if you go to any map that was created before 1947, you will see that there's no Israel. You'll see that that land was called Palestine. And so the root of this conflict goes back really to the biblical days 
But the most recent parts of the conflict have to do with the fact that the European Jews left and were assisted by the West in colonizing a land where the Palestinians were already living, and they were driven out except for Gaza and the West Bank, so that you've got all these people who had lived there for over 400 years being now told that they cannot live in that land anymore. And so this has been an ongoing source of contention because you've had the East versus West. So you've had the Russians and a large part of the Asian diaspora that continue to support the notion that the Palestinians are entitled to that land, while the West, including Europe and the United States, are continuing to push the notion that Israel is entitled to the land. And so you've got a really uneasy process going on there that has not reconciled itself. And what we are seeing is just the latest round. I mean, this has gone on certainly for our entire lifetimes. And as as I said, it goes all the way back to the Palestinian conflict when Israel was allowed to forcibly push out the Palestinians and retake that land. And so it's just an awful situation that does not really have any basis in logic. And this is not anything anti-Semitic or bashing the Jews, but it's hard to understand, except if you are a part of the colonizing countries like Europe and the United States that have continued to try to justify the notion that you can come into another land and call it yours, make it your colony. And that's certainly what happened in this nation with indigenous peoples. And we've seen it around the world where the British Empire, quote unquote, had at one time conquered the lands in India and British Guinea and, and countries in South America and Central America. So that's a lot of what's at the root of the process. But here we are now with probably one of the most deadly encounters, and it's certainly going to get worse before it gets better. You know, uh, when I look at this, this whole conflict and that's been going on for years, like you said, Rod, since uh, the inception in 1948 and on, um, what, what what I see here is, and my thought, this is my thought about all wars. I never hear, I never hear anyone question the people who are making the decision who are pulling the trigger to send other people, kids, loved ones, sons, and daughters in the harm's way into a war that a lot of them don't even know what the true reason that they're fighting, the real reason. And and, and I'm of the opinion that, you know, if you think it's, it's okay, if you decided you're in a leadership position that you're going to send somebody out, somebody's kids out there to fight, you and your family got to be on the front line. Somebody on your family, preferably you, I don't care how old you are, uh, the same thing with Russia. You got these people sitting behind with all this kind of protection. You can't get to them, but yet they are sending people into, uh, is, is, is like, it's a death sentence. So I don't ever hear anybody talk about that kind of situation where, okay, we're gonna, we, let's, try to, let's try to do it in a diplomatic way. Let's bring people together diplomatically. And there that's even a problem. 
because you have some of these people that don't want to even come and talk diplomatically. They don't want to discuss it. They don't want to try to to be reasonable. They're basically uh, doing this for a lot of reasons. I know it's over land. That's that's what we've been told. That's what we think. But it's it's more than that. It's it's about resources. It's about some people just are barbaric. And I like you know we like to put harm, inflict pain, and and harm on people. We like wars. Wars produce who's winning in the war at 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 the end of the day. Who's winning the war? Well, we're talking about the Iranians, whoever is supplying Israel with weapons and resources, the same thing with the Hamas. Who's who's supplying those people with weapons, with ammunition? Who's helping them strategize to fight these wars? Those are the people, in my opinion, who are benefiting the most. And this is just a part of the um, military industrial complex. I guess we can call it something else uh, because it's, uh, it's other countries involved. But but mainly they're fighting and the people who are being hurt the most are being hurt physically. Resources are, drawn, uh, are, are, are being wasted. They're not using all of the resources they have, like the oil reserves, the natural gas reserves. They're not using those to build up the country and to uplift their country. They're pouring that money into instruments of war. That thing, that bothers me more than anything. Well, Scott, you and I touched on a few things I'd like to follow up on. Um, Number one, this is not a war because only one side has an army, an air force, a navy. And literally, the other side is being systematically destroyed and has none of those things. So this this is not even a war. It's a colony, as Rod mentioned. It's a European colony that has been established in the land of uh, people of color. And to systematically exterminate the people of color... Um, that's what we're witnessing, actually, um, in in this situation. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, there have been a couple of peace treaties agreed to, and one side has walked away from the peace treaty each time without signing it because they can steal the land and destroy the people without a peace treaty. So, I mean, what do they need the treaty for? And the Palestinians are sitting on billions of dollars of natural gas, which is the real prize here, which they're never going to let the Palestinians have any sovereignty and develop that land and develop those resources to build an army to defend themselves. That's never going to happen. And so that's why you see Hamas reach uh, just uh, forced to, to do anything to defend the people of that area. And, and that's, what we're, that's what we're seeing right now. And we've seen that pretty much consistently through terrorist acts. But I can't call it terrorist acts when people are fighting for their sovereignty and their land and their freedom, especially when you're living in an apartheid state. So in reality, there you have it. You really have to do a little bit of research to understand it more clearly, because one of the things that we see is that the media is westernized. And so a lot of what you're going to hear is going to come from that perspective. But if you do a little bit of homework and look up and find out what we said, test this on it. Make sure that you understand that you can form your own opinion based on your own research. And you'll be much better off to understand what has continued to take place as we use those terms. And and Scott made a great point about the fact that it's always those individuals who are immune from the effects of war. And Norm makes another great point about the fact that it is about one side that is basically taking advantage and demonizing the other. 
and uh, the media helps with all of that. So we want to be very clear that we need to, as a people, critically think and take the time to understand what's going on, because at the end of the day, it's another issue of Europeans versus people with color. So that is our take on it. And so this week in our Black Business Spotlight, meet Kelvin Mensa and Aaron Wilson, who are the founders of Approved Jets, a Black-owned private aviation brokerage company based in Miami. Their global private jet charter company specializes in the sales, leasing, management, and chartering of jets, helicopters, and yachts. They also offer luxury concierge services. The company has an extensive network of light, midsize, supersize, and heavy jets, offering premium travel experiences to world-class athletes, public figures, high net worth individuals, and large Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 enterprises. For more details about the company, visit ApprovedJets.com. That's a wrap for this week's show. And remember, you can follow us and also share your thoughts and communicate with us by sending your comments as well as questions and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. As always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. And until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time your interest, and you can rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's all do better today because that's all we really have.